What's going on, guys? Chris Schubert of Dynasties. Luke right here. The Young Guns group together. It's the dream we're team. We're back. The Young Guns group. We are we're all, here. We're all getting together. And we... I don't know if you know this, guys. There's no basketball for, like, an eternity. It's weird. Uh, no basketball till Sunday, where game one of the Eastern Conference Finals will be taking place. We are here to kind of preview here for the next couple of days some of the different storylines. We're not going to preview the game one. We'll leave that for Sunday. We're going to give you some of the storylines to kind of look for here uh, entering the series. And I want to talk about the coaching battle, because I think there are two high-level coaches coaches in this series on both sides. I think when you look at the Celtics, you have Brad Stevens. Clearly, you saw what he was able to do uh, against uh, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And, and as you can hear, Adonis and Luke are laughing because they know where I'm going with this. And then on the other side for the Cleveland Cavaliers, they have a very good coach. His name is LeBron James. He's pretty good at that coaching thing. Uh, and these are the two coaches that are going to be doing battle here on the court. And the reason why we, we mentioned LeBron James as a coach, because Adonis found a story today uh, about how just uh, LeBron continues to troll the Raptors. Uh, so do you want to go ahead and tell us to kind of show this coaching battle that we're going to see? To make a long story short, LeBron knows the other team's plays. Yeah, so to, to piggyback off that story. He knows what you're going to do before you do it. LeBron knew the play that Toronto was going to run, and I believe it was, was Peter, Patrick Peterson? Yeah, Peterson. And he said, Patterson. Patterson. That's a football player. Yeah, that's, that's right. He told Patterson, he goes, no, 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 you're not in the right spot. You're supposed to go over there and set a pick for DeMar DeRozan. He literally told him what he was supposed to do because he was in the wrong spot. That is unbelievable. If you know what would be even better, though, is if he was actually in the right spot and LeBron made them change their play without even realizing oh, that's if, if, if Patterson just completely like, wait a minute. Like, oh, I, I was? Oh, man, I wasn't paying attention in the huddle. Forget yeah. forget trash talk to try to get in your head. Oh, that's... This. Literally, go tell them what play to run. Yeah, this is a whole nother level right here. For, for Boston, this is going to be Brad Stevens' greatest challenge. Because he has shut down some stars throughout the course of their run to, to, to this Eastern Conference Final. He's slowed down stars. Really? Okay, slow down stars is really the only thing you can do. Well, he so, yeah. shut down Giannis <clears throat> for the most part. That was where I was going to start. Giannis. I don't know about then in, Maybe the, ben then in the second round, it's Ben Simmons, right? Embiid had his game here there, but Ben Simmons completely just, his game was lost at points. Yeah. Now he's going to face his greatest task. How, How do, do you, you shut down LeBron James? James? And I'll be honest with you. No, if no. I look at all the coaches that are left, if I had to pick one that I was going to put in my corner to at least attempt to do it, it's Brad Stevens. You know who he should... Brad Stevens should consult on this. Steve Kerr. No. Greg, Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich. Yeah, okay. One of the two. Yeah. There are only two options. As soon as as soon as Boston beat Philly last night, I was thinking, I was I was envisioning Brad Stevens watching film from that Miami San Antonio series. Yep. series. And I just envisioned him watching film from that series for some reason. And, and there are some takeaways that he'll probably be able to gather from them. And look, Stevens is so good at drawing out-of-bounds plays. He's so good at picking matchups and, and just utilizing his entire roster to maximize them. Again, you don't stop LeBron James, okay? Andre Iguodala won a Finals MVP because he kept LeBron to only, what, 35 points a game? He literally won a Finals MVP because LeBron didn't score 50. I mean, that is what we're talking about. At this stage in the postseason, that's all you have to do is slow them down the enough. The only way you beat LeBron is firepower. And making everybody else on that team miss you. Beat you. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah. If, I'll take my chances that Kevin Love, J.R. Smith, Kyle Korver, Rodney Hood, if he decides to play, can all beat me. Right? I'll take my chances. Yeah. In a seven-game series, I will take my chances of my guys against all of those other guys. I'm going to put all my effort towards containing LeBron James. And I think Boston can do that. They can, they can guard pretty much anybody. 
I said this last night on the post-game anchor, is the X factor for the Cleveland Cavaliers here is literally everybody else. Because mm -hmm. you know what you're getting from LeBron. This is 100% the case of can Brad Stevens make sure that every other person on that team scores closer to zero points than they do 15 or 20. And now here's, here's the flip side of this, to, to tie it back into the story that you brought in at the top. LeBron James knows this. He yeah. knows what Brad Stevens is going to do. He this, might know what Brad Stevens I think he, I think he knows what Brad Stevens is going to do. I think, I, I think Brad Stevens is going to find a way to like try to mess with LeBron. I think what you are going to see in this seven-game series is, I know they're supposed to be playing basketball, but it is going to be a 3D chess match oh, between two of the best basketball minds in the game right now in LeBron James and Brad Stevens. And that is a player and a coach that we're talking about having two of the best minds in basketball and are going to go at it. Because you know LeBron James is going to probably be able to, if he doesn't know now, pretty early in game one, he'll be able to figure out what Brad Stevens is going to throw at him. And LeBron's already got a bunch of counters worked out in his head about how he's going to be able to kind of beat that and get guys open shots and be able to get his. This is going to be a chess match at the highest level. It's honestly why I'm more—it's why I'm more intrigued about the East than the West because I'm going to watch this game from a micro level, like the each each possession. Okay, I'm going to be looking to see what's going to happen on a macro level. Rockets Warriors is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of talent, big yeah. series implications, right? You NBA final appearance on the line for the Warriors who want to win another one for the Rockets who have a lot of stuff going on, right? With two guys that have never won a championship, a coaches, you know, all of those storylines there on the West, which we're going to get to over the next couple of days. But from a micro level. Each possession that each team has, you're going to be able to notice the differences. You're going to be able to notice the in-game adjustments. That, to me, is the most exciting part about this. We'll get to see how smart Brad Stevens really is. Does Ty Lue say more than ten words outside of a huddle? Under. Outside of a huddle? Under. Yeah. In the huddle, he might cheer up his guys a little bit. Hey, guys, good job. You're playing really well. He's got to at least pretend to be the coach in front of all the cameras and all the fans in, in the stadium. Yeah, we all know who the real coach of this team is. But yeah, I, I just I wonder... Do we not give Ty Lue enough credit? Maybe we is don't. it really that bad? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I just think we want to give a lot of credit to LeBron James for what. I happens. think the problem with Ty Lue is we don't know how much credit to give him because, because, he, has, because he has LeBron, because he has LeBron, James. LeBron James, and not just he has LeBron James, but that team overall is, as we've talked about a lot, LeBron James has picked them all up, mm -hmm. but that is, is still it's not a very good team, so it's hard to really know what Ty Lue is good and bad at because he's not really being given a lot to work with. I mean, Ty Lue changes up his his lineup it, sometimes. Uh, yeah, with LeBron's permission. I was going to say, is he, he has to go in, He has to go and get a permission slip signed from LeBron to change the lineup, and then he's yeah. got to take it back to, uh, to Dan Gilbert. I'm trying to cut him. I know you're trying to. And, and, and I'm curious, in, in LeBron's memoir, 10, 15, 20 years from now, <laughs> And then Ty Lue's memoir, 10, 15, 20 well, Do the stories yeah. match? Do the stories match? Do, does Ty Lue and Le, do they like get together? Do they have phone calls and be like, hey, do you mind if I like tell the truth? Well, like I said, there's a permission <laughs> slip that needs to be signed by LeBron James for Ty Lue to make any roster decisions at all. Uh, so on that note, when Sunday rolls around and the Eastern Conference Finals gets kicked off, there is going to be a coaching battle. But it's not between Ty Lue and Brad Stevens. It is between Brad Stevens and LeBron James. And I think those two are going to take us on a wild ride about how this, this game can be played at an elite level and how this is going to turn into a 3D chess match between the both of them.